Welcome back, family. This is your boy, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks, hey, listen, that just simply means Ed. I'm here today to drop a really interesting topic I was getting asked about, like, how do, how to <laughs> describe project management on a resume? Again, how to describe project management on a resume? As you already know, I give you three and I'm out. First point, soft skills, leadership. So family, when you are on, when you are um, building out your resume or changing your resume, whatever it may be, one of the things you want to make sure that you describe in your resume is how you led projects, mostly of how you coordinated and led the efforts of projects. I see a lot of times where I've seen resumes where as a project manager, that's the first thing that I'm keying in looking for to see, show me, give me examples of how you led, you know, how you led projects. Show me how you coach and mentored new actual, you know, project managers that are coming into the company or, or just starting their career in project management. See, and then the last one showing how you're able to be able to, uh, collaborate and being able to move impediments, which is like a scrum, scrum framework, but being able to remove obstacles from your team. And let me tell you why all of these sum up to be under leadership is because is when, and being able to put that on your resume of saying, okay, I let, I led a project by doing X, Y, and Z. You know, if you want a better example, here it is. Led the project by helping um, identify the risk issues and making sure that we had a, a daily meeting and things of that nature, family. But most of all, you wanna you wanna be able to articulate on your resume how you led uh, that that actual project. Now, when it comes to coaching and mentoring, you have to be able to articulate how you actually coached and mentor the people that you're working with. One of the things that I have put on my resume is is that um, I actually put together a plan of what are the things that that mentee um, is looking for to grow. So one one example, one of my mentees was looking to get better at holding meetings. They were like, man, my meetings are just disruptive. I don't have, I don't feel like I have a good grasp and control on that. So we, we sat down together and put a, a good framework around how that person should be able to lead meetings. And then once we put that framework in place, they, their meetings were more productive. And so being able to outline that on your resume of, of how you, you know, coach and mentor. And I just gave you the example of how we use, how I actually work with my mentee to, to basically create a better, uh, to run better, better meetings, more fluid. All right, the last, and, and I said the last, uh, the second point that I want to bring up or that you want to put on your, your resume, and a lot of people don't do this. So this is, this is really, I have to admit, this is kind of a, a hidden gem. Um, and it's, you've heard me talk about it multiple times on the channel, and that's having a growth mindset. Well, well ED, how do you articulate having a growth mindset? Well, I'm so glad you asked. Um, being able to articulate in your resume of having a growth mindset is how I would have done it and will do it if I ever, you know, have to update or anything with my resume or, or if I have a client working with me uh, for their resume, how, how would I advise them? 
and I'm going to give this to you. Normally, I would charge for something like this, but family, you know, we're family. So let me just give it to you for free. So what I would do is, is again, and we'll use the meeting example as from previous is, is that being able to show how um, now there's nothing wrong because I'm an optimist, but you have to also put your toe or your foot into being a pessimist, meaning being able to understand the lay of the land, understanding what can or could go wrong, but still having a plan in, in place to really be able to absorb if something does actually happen. And so when you are in meetings and you have these issues that come up, how is your attitude? Like, are you very negative? Like, I knew this was going to happen. This is never going to be good and, and things like that. And, and, and so being able to articulate that back on your resume and say, hey, we had this, we had a issue that, you know, whatever that particular issue, let's just say uh, we, we had a short deadline and um, we had a short deadline to, to execute on something. And so what we had to do as a, as a team with all of the high emotions and energies because we had to work through the holidays, I had to, as a project manager, to be able to uh, find ways, which was, you know, giving out gift cards or, and we would do little fun events on, on uh, you know, because everybody else was off so we and we had to work. So we had to make it fun and encouraging and being able to articulate that on the resume about having a growth mindset and giving giving examples of how you had, you know, it, it was a bad situation you were in as far as leading this project and how you were able to get everyone to to change their mindset to not be not so much focusing on complaining on what the problem is. Now watch this, but finding a solution and spending more energy on focusing on the the, the solution. I always say this family, and this is a side note is is that if you really want to know the the mentality of your team or the energy of your team is when a problem arises see if they tell you how many, tell you every reason why it won't work uh why the particular uh solution that you propose doesn't work versus um them actually you know focusing on how many solutions they can come up with to solve the problem i'll slow that down that may have missed you what i said there was is that when you when you focus so much on the problem and you lose sight of focusing on what the actual solutions are to support the problem, then you're, you're, you're losing your, your vision or your sight because you've, you've already missed the whole point of, hey, we need to get the solutions to get this project, to get this particular item that is a potential roadblock for my project out of sight. And when I mean out of sight, meaning getting it resolved. So having that growth mindset of pushing the team and say, hey guys, I know I, I know all these problems are happening, but let's focus on the solution so we can address these problems and if you know and keep keep searching, keep digging into it. There's something or some some response that we can come up with as a team collectively to address that. So again, family, I know I spent a little more time on that, but it's so important. I've had project team members that have had really bad attitudes and it could affect, you know, that's that whole cliche, one bad apple can affect a bunch. And I, I believe that's so true because when I would have, you know, bad apples as, as we were using that same cliche, it would affect the the whole project as a whole. It would mess up how the team would be willing to have an open mind about trying a potential solution that 
we didn't know what was going to happen. Only way we were going to know is when we put the solution up against the problem. If it fell down, then we put up another one. So that attitude is very key um, to being able to do that, family. OK, so keep that in mind. Another one is that I want to talk about is measurable results. What are measurable results as far as um, when you're putting on that re on your resume? Measurable results is being able to outline how you were able to uh, to make the project successful. What were the what were the the outcomes of the of you leading this project? I'll give you an example. So one of my examples is is I streamlined a software program uh, processes by synchronizing internal and um, global customer groups to better define responsibilities and improving order delivery cycle time in the first month of over uh, by twenty five percent. Now that's a lot there, family. So I'll just sum it up for you. Basically, what I did was I stated um, how I what, what the improvement is that I did. So I, I streamlined the software program process by synchronizing internal and global customer groups. OK. And then after that, what I did was went by doing that, by getting that those processes and those systems and processes in place collectively. Overall, I was able to save the organization. 25% on the bottom line of what the budget was that was allocated for this particular project. So we was able to save about 25%. So when I say having measurable results, what this allows you to do, and of course, please make sure that they're factual family. Don't just go and start putting things like, yeah, I saved the company $1 billion. You're like, right. Um, so, so family, make sure that these are factual uh, measurable results that you're actually doing because if you uh, because if you don't do that and someone asks you and challenges on your numbers and you don't even know is it, it, it's not going to be a good look. Um, another example that I used of, of, of including measurable results is is that developed a document template to re reduce defects in software development projects and I, I buy 15% or less. And so again, it's not about the, the context, it's about the outcome of what I did afterwards. So what you wanna be able to do family is name what you, what, uh, what the thing is that you did, by, you know, like again, using the example of develop a document template, okay? Then the actual result, what, what, why does this document, this template that you created even matters? Well, it matters because I was able to save the company 15% uh, by everyone uh, uploading their information to the document, which, you know, reduced the edits. And plus it creates a conversation as well, family, when they say, well, how did you, you know, I see that you said 25%. How did you come up with that calculation? It creates that conver conversation. So family being able to, again, articulate measurable results with, I recommend by putting numbers. I'm, I'm a percentage or a dollar sign type guy when it comes to that. I, I believe that that really helps articulate it really well. And the final point, family, my favorite is communication. Fine. If, if you can't figure, if you just skip the first two and say, you know what, ED, I don't even think I'm going to do the first two. Fine. This last one, you need to do this one and let me tell you why I think you need, no, 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 that I know you need to do it is because if you're able to put on your resume how you communicated across cross-functional teams, it really says that you have the ability to be able to you know, communicate 
with different departments and get results. And so one of the things that I put, um, you know, when I was on my resume that I I always think is a key component. And it again, creates talking points. See, these things you put on your resume, these that you're outlining, you want to be able to create a conversation and be able to expand upon them even more. So one of the things is that experienced in communicating across multi-cross-functional teams in order to provide an overall project status report. So that's an example of how I I, I wanted to outline my expertise within the, uh, within the realm of being able to communicate effectively across teams because you know you can't get a project done without having the team <laughs> available to support you. And you, it is, it's not that you're just going to work in IT. You may be working in accounting. You may have to work you know, with HR. So there's so many different moving pieces and you have to be able to have that communication. Also being able to communicate up and down. Um, sometimes I, you know, again, I think I've mentioned this is when you are work talking with the technical team, you have to be able to take that technical information and boil it down to something where that you could explain to anyone, to anybody, that someone that does, that's not even familiar with what you're doing so that they can get where you're going. And that's the whole point of the status report of what I'm saying, being able to articulate on your project status reports of where the project is at, where is it uh, and where is it currently going? And if there's any roadblocks and or impediments that is actually stopping you. Well, family, I kept you long enough. I hope you enjoyed that. Again, the three factors that I really think you need to make sure you outline on your actual resume is one, leadership. Two, how you how you develop a, a, a growth mindset. Three, being able to articulate effectively on your resume how you were able to achieve uh, measurable results you know and again like i said i use percentage or dollar signs and then finally my favorite the foundation of it all is being able to communicate effectively up and down the ladder as far as up up to leadership and down as well as being able to uh, communicate across to various different teams as far as communicate uh, as far as cross-functional teams so family i hope you enjoy that again this is your boy ed until next time i'm out <laughs>